So here's the question. How do active people in the Atlanta area stay pain-free and live the active, fulfilled life that they deserve at any age? This is the question, and this podcast is the answer. I'm Danny Matei, and welcome to the Active Atlanta Podcast. The Active Atlanta Podcast is sponsored by Athletes Potential. At Athletes Potential, we help active adults stay that way, pain-free and active doing the sports and activities that they love for life. We do this by working on four different areas. That's movement, nutrition, stress management, and sleep. When we optimize these four areas, you feel better, you move better, and you live better for life. Head to athletespotential.com to learn how we can help you stay active for life today. What is up, Atlanta, and welcome back to the Active Atlanta Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Jake Swore, and today we have Elsie Brotherton. And Brotherton. And guys, I'm so excited for everyone to learn a ton from Elsie. She is just a grinder, to say the least. She's opened up multiple clinics or multiple uh, yoga studios. Uh, she's the owner and founder of Highland Yoga. She's on her fifth or sixth location. We'll clarify that here in a minute. But then also she's got some other really exciting news on a second business venture that is essentially the WeWork for personal training spaces. So um, I'm really excited to get her on here and talk about everything that she can uh, talk about everything that she's doing. So Elsie, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. So five Highland Yoga locations, right? Or is it six? Uh, right now it's five. We just opened our fifth location on the West side a month ago. Um, we are in the works, um, on a space in Brookhaven that okay. coming March, March of next year. Oh man. Brookhaven will be a clutch spot for a yoga studio. I yeah. 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 That spot's just, um, so my buddy, I, I had no idea anything about, uh, Brookhaven until I had a buddy that moved there and I moved in like super like family friendly area yeah. up there. Yeah, yeah, no, it's great. It's a great neighborhood for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you are traditionally trained as an attorney, though, correct? Yeah, my past life, prior to going full time yoga, I was uh, practicing law. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, and then, uh, well, to yeah. go from law, so to go from law to um, intrigue. Did you know anything about, about yoga before you were in law school? Like, was that something you grew up doing or yeah, was that something so you just kind of stumbled in? Sure. When I was in law school, I started practicing, uh, yoga as a way to kind of cope with the stress. And then as I got Makes into sense. my actual legal career, um, I was practicing yoga every day and just really fell in love with it while I was also realizing that, you know, the law wasn't necessarily my calling, um, or my passion. Um, Around this time, I had a really close family friend who had been given a terminal cancer diagnosis. And I was with this person for the last two years of his life. And, you know, spending time with someone who is slowly dying, who you care about, um, it really puts things in perspective. And it just made me realize yeah. that what the path that I was on was not sustainable um, for me as far as finding happiness um, in my life. And at around that time, it was still kind of post-recession. So I was, that was 2012, 2013, well, 2013, 2014. Um, and as a lawyer, it's actually pretty difficult to transition into like a totally new line of work right out of law school. Um, I bet. Yeah. So I actually spent time looking for other possible careers and it kind of just dawned on me eventually, like 
probably no one's going to take me. <laughs> and I kind yeah. of for my own business if I want to do something else. Um, and uh, yeah, yoga just seemed like a really obvious fit for me. I'd done my yoga teacher training, was really enjoying teaching and, you know, just really believe in the practice. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And then, uh, you know, and then the um, social proofing is all over the place for you guys. So clearly like you, you're calling, uh, you found your calling and you're in the right, right line of work now. So do you feel like your uh, background as from all the work that you did as an attorney kind of helped uh, prepare you, I guess, for lack of a better word, or at least set you up for a little bit better success and more of like the entrepreneurial role as a yoga instructor? Yeah, definitely. So, uh, so yes, being lawyers definitely helped me from the business perspective. Um, you know, people think of running a yoga studio as just like teaching yoga classes. And there's so much more than that. There is actual legal work involved in running a yoga <laughs> studio. There Weird. Are, yeah. Right. Uh, you know, day-to-day operations, HR stuff, you know, contracts, management facilities, mm-hmm. there's that goes into it and kind of having that background has been incredibly helpful for sure. Yeah. 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 Oh, I, 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 uh, I could imagine. <laughs> um, oh, say like lawyers really hate taking risk. And so like a lot of lawyers would be awesome business people, except that they're scared to kind of take the risk of Mm. starting a business and um, which is a bummer. Um, I wish more lawyers would quit their jobs and start businesses. (laughs) Well, it's kind of a little bit of like the, like, like the golden handcuff syndrome, right? Like uh, as an attorney, you can make a pretty comfortable salary. Uh, So there is a lot more risk involved. Um, when you decide to kind of like go start your own business and, and leaving that um, little bit yeah. more comfortable salary situation. Yeah, that's right. And at least for me, when I quit my job, it was kind of uh, the environment at the time was like, once you quit, there's really no going back. Like probably no one <laughs> hire me as a lawyer today. Cause I haven't practiced in like, right. seven years at this point. Um, so that was also like a big scary piece of it. It was like, okay, if I, you know, throw this out the window, like there's really no getting it back, but you yeah. know, it was actually like jumping out of a burning building. That's what it felt like. There really was a lot of, like, I had to go. <laughs> that's a great analogy. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Definitely. No, I think that's, I think that's, I think that's great though, because then like, um, man, I've worked with a ton of attorneys, uh, over at athletes potential and, yeah, I um, there's a few that like, I, I got this one attorney and I feel like he's the attorney that everybody goes to law school, feeling like they're going to become like, uh, he's like, okay. Like a like the gunslinger, like a like a trial <laughs> attorney, you know, like okay. super, like oozes confidence kind of thing. Like a really cool dude too in the same process. But then like, um, there's a ton of attorneys that just feel like they're like overworked, you know, uh, kind of burn out. Like oh, yeah. I've got one, um, I've got one patient that comes to mind. He he actually had a really cool job too, where or cool sounding, but it's also very stressful sounding. He was essentially like a defense attorney for a drug cartel, and or for the drug cartel. So like all of his work was down in Miami but he had to live up here in Atlanta for like the safety of his life. Essentially. I was like, yeah, that would be really freaking stressful, man. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like he needs to do a little yoga. (laughs) Yeah, totally. You should uh, send him to the studio. (laughs) Oh, for sure. He would love that. Um, yeah. So then, okay. So what type of yoga do you guys do over at Highland yoga? And, um, I know you also have like a, you have a musical background as well. Like you, um, do you kind of like, I don't know, in a way, like intertwine some of the methods or some of the skill set that you learned from your musical background and how you approach your yoga practice. 
Oh my gosh. That's such a good question. I don't think, I don't know. I, the answer is yes, but I'm not really sure how to describe why, but let's just yeah. talk about what style of yoga that we do. So our, what we're offering is, um, heated power yoga. So the, the room is heated to about 93 to 95 degrees. Um, mm -hmm. it's power yoga and it's kind of a style, a specific style of power yoga that we've developed in our studio. That's very like fluid, um, connected with the breath. You kind of feel like, um, like for me, I wasn't a dancer growing up, but this is the probably the closest I'll ever get to like moving with that kind of coordination, like dance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it like helps you feel graceful and connected to your body. Um, there's also of course, like the meditative aspect to it. Um, yeah. And so, but also our classes are hard. So, um, like it's, it's a pretty intense workout and, and it's a lot of strength. It's a lot of flexibility. There's even like a little bit of cardio built in. Um, and then it's kind of balanced with mindfulness and meditation and, mm -hmm. um, yeah. So it's kind of this to me, like a beautiful, perfect blend of, of everything you would want to achieve in a workout, um, in an hour, if you've got a really busy life and you're like, I've just got one hour to do everything. It's like mm -hmm. for you, you know, yeah. um, as far as music, we do bring music into our class and that's one of my favorite parts. Um, I'm like very sensitive to what music is playing when, um, yeah. And then, yeah, yeah, it's, it's awesome. It's a great experience. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. And then Elsie, so you said you guys have your, your place heated up, your studio heated up between 93 and 95 degrees. Um, I, I was talking to a PT who works with us right now. His name is Marcus and he was saying he's, he said he's pretty familiar with hot yoga, but most okay. of the hot yoga he's done is like, I think he said something crazy, like over 105 so, degrees. Or something. Yeah, so traditional like hot yoga, Bikram yoga is 105 plus, I think. Um, and uh -huh. what they're doing in those classes are a lot. It's like a lot less like, like physically demanding for lack of another word. Like you're not doing burpees, which is kind of what we're doing in our class. Um, oh, nice. Not, I mean, not burpees as such, but it's, it's similar to burpee action. Um, but yeah, sure. in the class, it's like a lot more like a longer holding, you know, longer holds and poses. You're not moving quite as quickly. Um, so the temperature sounds really hot and it is, but it's mm -hmm. a lot more doable for that style of yoga. Yeah, that makes sense. What about like the humidity levels? Do you guys play around with that at all? Yeah, we do. And um, yeah, we try to keep it somewhere in the like 40 to 60% humidity range. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah. in Atlanta is sometimes really almost impossible to control. Like sometimes it gets up to like, I don't know, 80% humidity by the end of class. And you know, it's just like about to rain in there. You oh, should probably sure. edit that part out. Don't worry. It's a very lovely experience. Don't, <laughs> don't be intimidated. Come to yoga. <laughs> No, no, no. I think that, I think that's a super, like uh, a super reasonable uh, temperature and humidity for uh, to be like moving in, especially like for like hot yoga. Uh, yeah. Like I said, it gets like a lot hotter, a lot more humid in most other places that, um, that I've at least ex not even necessarily experienced, but have talked with and everything. So yeah, I don't think sure. that's an intimidating environment at all. It's nice. It helps you really, it helps your body really open up like a lot faster. Um, and mm -hmm. Um, to me, it's also just part of like the whole experience, like taking you out of like your kind of normal environment. Like it's hot. There is, you know, awesome, somewhat loud music, you know, you're moving mm -hmm. in an interesting way. And like all of these things kind of take you to this new place where some magical transformation happens. So. Oh, for sure. Especially like when you're working with, um, with, so like as adults, our lives are super busy. Uh, you know, we've got a lot of different things that are pulling, um, pulling our attention away. Um, a lot of things that are taking 
uh, like just energy away from us, I guess you can say, right? Well, number um, one culprit being like the cell phone, right? So yes. one thing about yoga that's so amazing is like, it might be the only hour of your day where you're not attached to your phone, you know, for yeah. a lot of people who come in and like, you need at least one hour, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. <laughs> <An hour. laughs> yeah. I, I was in this digital marketing class and the instructor, he, he kept referring to our cell phones as digital leashes, which I thought was a very vivid term, but accurate in the same light, yeah. you know? No doubt. Yeah. It's, it's necessary. I mean, for work, so much of my work revolves around my phone now. Um, yeah. I, my screen time report last week was like, I, I shouldn't even say this. It was like 10 hours a day. Yeah. And it's like, holy for God, sure. Like, how am I doing that? But it's because we're all working on our phones, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's not like you're sitting there scrolling through Instagram for 10 hours, you know, like <laughs> it's, it's, uh, <laughs> <Probably> not. <laughs> yeah, it's, and, and, you know, and if you do scroll through Instagram, it's fine. It's fine to check in on things, but it can be, you gotta check yourself sometimes because it will like, yeah. uh, it can definitely all of a sudden a few hours go by and you're like, Whoa, what just happened? happened <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, now I'm good to yoga anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. And you are not only, I mean, man, I don't know how you spend so much time on your phone other than if it has to be purely business, because not only do you have five working on six yoga locations, but you're opening up a second business model altogether. Is that correct? Or is that correct? So this new business, I'm very excited about this kind of came about during my COVID year at home when I had probably too much time on my hands. (laughs) Yeah. You don't Um, sound like somebody that can handle like stillness very well. Yeah. It was a challenge. I was also pregnant and like, you know, you just like the hormones, just, you just have a lot of weird anxiety and you've got to do something with it. So I (laughs) I like doing a lot of different things with my time. One was starting this new business, which is kind of like the, it's called training collective. And it's basically like the WeWork or salon lofts of personal training. So it's a place where trainers can build their business where we provide all the backend business support for them. Um, and they can really just focus on training. Um, we also help them with client acquisition. So if you're a new trainer, it's a great way to kind of start your training career. Um, mm-hmm. And then it's also a place where clients can actually connect with a trainer really easily. Because right now, if you want a personal trainer, there are a handful of personal training gyms. And that's, that's awesome. That makes it easier. But for the most part, you're going to a bunch of different gyms where trainers are kind of independent contractors there. And like, it's hard to kind of get a sense of how they train, what their kind of story and background is, whether they're the right match. And it's kind of like finding a therapist. You have to try a bunch of different ones before you find mm-hmm. them sometimes. Um, and we just want to streamline that process. Like for me, especially after having my baby, like that would have been, it would have been a great thing for for me to be able to you know go and try out a bunch of different trainers all in one place and kind of find someone who's the right fit um so yeah yeah the idea is to create this nice ecosystem between the trainers and clients and then you know my job on the back end is to provide all the business support which is what i actually really love doing with my own business that i'm currently running Highland Yoga. So, yeah. yeah yeah so can you explain your role a little bit then with like with high with uh with highland yoga so um i think that's I think that that's a super undervalued uh, skill set that is arguably one of the most important as a business owner. Like you got to figure out how to go out and get clients, right? Uh, <laughs> or like, yeah. so like, uh, I'm sure you have to do that a lot for Highland Yoga or at least initially, and uh, yeah. you're doing it again for the, for, uh, for training collective here. So sure. like, so the question is as a fitness owner, what's the best way to go about client acquisition? Yeah, and- exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think there are a lot of different ways. Number one, 
with fitness, I feel like it's always going to be word of mouth, but like to get mm-hmm. that kind of word of mouth referral, um, you've got to do a lot of other stuff first, right? So you've yep. got to have a really good website. You've got to have really active social media, like it mm-hmm. or not. Personally, I kind of am not the biggest social media fan, but you know, it is a great way to reach clients and interact with customers. Um, so having a really solid social media plan, digital marketing, running Facebook ads, you know, you can uh, like, you know, people for fitness studios, like Highland Yoga, there's class pass, there's Groupon, there's introductory offers, there's, you know, you can do mailers, there are all kinds of, you know, marketing outreach, Mm -hmm. you, um, you know, and at the end of the day, like, for me, you can do all those things. But the most important thing is when students actually come in, you give them a killer experience. So that they leave, they can't help but go home and tell their friend like, Hey, I just had a really amazing hot yoga class. Like you should come with me next time. Right. For sure. Yeah. yeah. I think that's really important. I think like, obviously like your product has to be there. Right. You, and you yeah. have to like, uh, almost like smack people in the face with like value, yeah. you know, they have a lot of options. They could go anywhere. Totally. There are yoga studios or a million fitness options in Atlanta. So it's like, how do you really try to stand out for each, each student who comes in the door? Yeah, 100%. And like, and chances are, there's going to be a cheaper option out there than you too. And not, not you personally, but like anybody who's working, you know? Sure. And now that you've got like the digital stuff being so, you know, common, you know, people can offer that basically for free. So yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. But free doesn't, I mean, it, it's really important to understand like the difference between like cost and value, right? Uh, because that's, that's, those are not the same. <laughs> and uh, when you're yeah. trusting something like your body, right? Especially when you've only got like, an hour a day to yourself where you're disconnected from the rest of the world and you're working on you, you want to try to optimize that. You want to make sure that you're in the right spot. Yeah, for sure. Agree completely. Yeah. So then, um, and you know, what's interesting when you talk about when you, when you talk about like, uh, with Instagram or just like social media, not a huge fan of it. I'm not either. And you know what though? Like, um, okay. Why so don't movie, you like it? Why don't you like it? I think there's a lot of, uh, wasted ROI from a time standpoint, you know, mm-hmm. like I think you have to put in so much work, um, for, for at least to start off with, I think social media, I think social media, the most appropriate way to use it is for relationship building and relationship building in general is just, it's a slow burn. You can't, yeah. you can't post one photo, no matter how like good it is or how much value there is to that photo or video or content or whatever, and expect to get like a million followers. And plus who cares if you get a million followers and none of them if it doesn't mean anything on the it other, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. So I think like, um, it's just frustrating because like, there's a lot of people who are not necessarily people. You can just waste time very easily there. I think you have to be very intentional with what you do from, from a social media standpoint. And sometimes it's hard to see a direct return on an investment with your time that you spend on social media. It's there. It's like a necessary evil, but it takes some time. Yeah, I agree. I think also just for me personally, like, I just feel like there's when you get on there, it's like so much noise in your head, you know, and it's always positive noise. A lot of it's pretty negative, or at least results in like, you know, negative self talk or anything like that. Um, So yeah, I think from a business and personal perspective, it's, it's, it's a necessary evil. But, you know, so my advice is find a really good social media manager. Um, <laughs> and yeah. never check social media after that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Life would be so much better if you weren't, if, if, uh, people didn't have to check social media all the time. Right. Yeah. 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 No one really has to check social media, by the way. That's true. Yeah. 
you're not wrong. You're not wrong about that. I think like, um, like even like, uh, so I have never once like made like a TikTok video. Maybe I'm just, I'm just too old to understand it, I guess. But like, that's a really tough thing for me from a, from a personal standpoint, it's just not my game, not what I'm going to do, but from a, from a business standpoint, you kind of need like TikTok video. That reminds me, that's on my to-do list. Figure out freaking TikTok because yeah, <laughs> I, I've been resisting TikTok. It looks so goofy. Um, and what I need, I had a girl working for me who was uh, actually in high school and she was like, we got to get you on TikTok. And it's like, I don't, I don't think I can do this <laughs> for me. Like hire a 17 year old to do your TikTok stories. I oh, think for sure way to go about that. Yeah. That's the moral of the story for sure. We've got a, <laughs> we've got a, we've got a high schooler interning with us right now. And it's great. Right. Like it's the high schoolers. Yeah. yeah. Can you do this? Like, yeah. I'm like, awesome. Let's run with it. Like in his sleep, you know? Oh my gosh. Whenever we work with a youth athlete, I'm always like super impressed with their speed at which they use particularly Snapchat. Like <laughs> they are like, like I'm thinking of this one girl in particular, she would like, take a selfie of herself and like have a whole conversation in like a blink of an eye. It was crazy. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah, It's this talent that I don't have I'm probably just because I'm getting old, but yeah. um, or at least dated <laughs> old in the world of technology, at least. Um, but yeah. So then do you manage, do you have, so like, all right, so we talked about like the training collective then yeah, and you're yeah. doing essentially like most of the um, backend work. It sounds like for yeah. these trainers so that they can go in and just do what they're really freaking good at and what they, um, and what they love to do. And that's help people become better versions of themselves. Right. So do you have people, uh, or do you have a team that would help them with like, say like their social media branding or their, um, their online branding or, um, in person, what their, like what their communication looks like, or do you help like coach in that standpoint? Or is it all just like, that's that's definitely going to be part of the infrastructure. Like I think when trainers sign on, we'll do an initial consultation with them and kind of see where their kind of personal branding is, where their website is, give them feedback on like user experience. Like you kind of would, if, if you were just doing like a consultation with like a user experience person or like a branding marketing person. And then, yeah. you know, like if they're very entrepreneurial, they could probably make those changes on their own if they wanted to. And if they, you know, want additional help with that, we would connect them with someone who really specializes in that. Um, we'll also be doing like our own, you know, like website and then social media marketing and stuff where on our social media, we'll be sharing like their branding, their story, you know, um, yeah, their style of training. Um, so it's not that they're like, you know, special sauce or their own, their brand gets like lost in the mix of training collective as the business, right? The idea is to highlight yeah. the individual trainers um, rather than like training collective, the brand, if that makes sense. No, it makes total sense. Yeah. I think that makes total like, sense. Cause that's their merchandise in the store, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think, I mean, I think that's a great analogy. Plus like, uh, I mean, like everyone's own like individual branding collectively is the training collective, <laughs> right? That's right. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, so yeah, yeah, my, my goal is to help trainers kind of fine tune that a little bit more. And I think I'll, I, I will take them to a certain place, you know, myself, like mm-hmm. internal training collective as part of their thing with us. And then if they want even more help, it'll be like something they can add on for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that makes a ton of sense. So then switching gears back over to Highland Yoga. Do you do much of the uh, teaching with at Highland Yoga at this point? Or uh, are you pretty much business and operations? Yeah, I've got my hands on like every part of the business. Um, I teach. I love to teach. Um, I love to 
um, connect with students and connect with our community. Actually, it's like one of the things that really feeds me. So when I'm not teaching, I don't feel, you know, as kind of like connected to my, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I guess just like the flow of my life. Um, Mm -hmm. And, but I also do, you know, day-to-day operations, um, managing that, you know, managing kind of our marketing strategy, our sales strategy. Um, I do not handle like our facilities. So when something breaks, thankfully that's someone else's. <laughs> you sure? You don't, you don't want to put that I have a business on partner who helps with the facilities and who does like a lot of our, um, like, you know, whenever we're expanding, he does like the construction and the build out and the legal side. Um, but yeah, I mean, I kind of like have my hands, you know, I mean, I have to, I'm, I'm running yeah. a business, you know, so even though I'm not doing all of it myself, I'm kind of directing all of it, like yeah. our, our stuff, our onboarding, all that, all that stuff. There's so many parts. It's kind of, I was thinking about that before this interview, like, I, I felt like this question was going to come up and it's like, actually, if you asked me to list all the different things that I do for Highland Yoga, I probably couldn't because it's like so expansive. There are just so many things. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Well, what's cool is like, it sounds like you've reached a point with Highland Yoga uh, in particular where you want to get, it's, it's to a true business point at this, there's two, two true business at this point. Like how many people are going through Highland Yoga that have no idea who you are, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. The, the business is an extension of who you are, but it's not dependent on you being there. And I think that's a really tough part or really tough, like uh, expansion plateau to hit as yeah. a business owner. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, I will say, um, since COVID, you know, this year, I've definitely, like, had to kind of press pause. And, you know, we had to do so much pivoting and kind of reinventing the business over the course of the last year, that I got, you know, a lot more involved than I had been in the year prior. Um, And Mm -hmm. it's been great and has resulted in some really good things. But yeah, I try to remove, I mean, personally, I just don't like being in the spotlight or being like, Hey, that's the owner, you know, like I I never bring that up ever. Um, Yeah. Because I would like to just have an organic, you know, experience at the studio and interacting with students. Um, um, Yeah. And I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think that's yeah, great. I, that, was, that was the goal with this business to make it not about me and to make it more about like our community at large and, you know, really helping our teachers, you know, do what they love, which is teaching yoga. Yeah. 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 I think that's, I think that's incredible. Cause like, and from a, from an entrepreneurial standpoint, you, uh, I mean, it's gotta be a cool feeling for you to know that you've created a space where, um, people who love yoga can go and impact so many other people's lives yeah. via yoga. <laughs> You know? No, it really is. It really is a cool business, you know, because um, especially compared to like with what I was doing before um, as a lawyer, because I just mm-hmm. feel like uh, we actually are making people's lives better. Um, For sure. And, and, you know, it's just it's a cool way to, to live your life, you know, to yeah. have be what, what you're doing every day. I mean, you're doing the same thing, you know, it's just just in a different trying way. to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sure. trying to. Yeah. What's, um, yeah, I, I think like, you know, anytime you can directly impact, uh, so like people make the world go round, right? Like, I mean, nothing yeah. that we've talked about so far, like, I mean, like yoga, physical therapy, TikTok, social media, like none of that works without like human interest. Right. And, uh, yeah. humans are interested in things that like impact their lives, uh, <laughs> for the most part, uh, positively. Right. Or at least, uh, and so like yoga, I think fills a void there that is, is tough to, um, tough to replicate, I guess, you know, like I know a lot yeah. of people especially, and you know, what's interesting, I'll be curious to get your take on this too. Um, I've worked with quite a few people uh, with who have like a yoga background or instructors with yoga who 
come from some place of like, you know, either like yourself, like super anxious or like I, I've worked with a few that were like alcoholics before and then they found yoga and I like kind of helped them like, re like recenter themselves, direct their attention um, or kind of like, cool. um, do you find, do you find that quite a bit in the yoga community in terms of like, yeah. um, like, I mean, we all have issues. We all struggle with things for sure. But like, it seems like yoga is, a, is an awesome practice for kind of helping overcome some of these struggles that can happen in daily life. Yeah, I feel like what's so cool about yoga is you've got like the body awareness um, and like embodiment aspect, um, even though yoga is not really like about the poses, like for some people, it can be just life changing to get in touch with their body, especially yeah. you know, the age, um, like the further we get away from like our childhood where like a lot of people are generally like very active and comfortable in their bodies, like, and we're sitting at desks and we're not moving very much during the day. Um, it's like the less embodied we are and like the less connected we are to this body that carries us through our lives. And yoga is cool because it really kind of retrains you to, to live in your body. Like you probably did when you were a kid. Um, it's really, yeah. Beautiful. But then there's also like the mindfulness and the meditation and like, yeah, like it's, that is, that is really life-changing stuff, you know, like sure. being present. It's so simple, but like, man, that is, that is really transformative. Learning how to breathe in hard situations, you know, mm -hmm. learning how to be less reactive, how mm -hmm. to like really connect with yourself in an authentic way, you know, um, yeah. really important things are missing. And then one thing I'll add, you know, that I think is so special about yoga and especially like the yoga studio environment is the community. It's kind of like the modern day church. Like there aren't a lot of places where we go to gather as a community and do like something that kind of feels like a ritual. I mean, yoga is yeah. not religion. It's kind of a life. It's a lifestyle is how I would describe it, or at least that's how I live it. Um, yeah. But it's still, you know, the act of going into the space every day, seeing some of the same people, doing like something that's that, you know, with your body, um, like, you know, in a way that's familiar to the day before it feels almost like, yeah. a, you know, um, and so sure. that's really special. And, and uh, it makes people's lives better. And, you know, ways maybe they don't even realize while, while it's happening, but being connected to community is important. Yeah, especially yeah. after this year. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Especially after this year. And you said something too, that I think is, is really uh, important in terms of just like being present on things and yeah. life in general. Like it's super tough to be present. Like you're always thinking about your next move or what you got going on uh, your, later. Your TikTok video. My God. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, next. That's, that's like, honestly, one of the issues with social media, just going back to that, it's like, it, it pulls you out of the present moment. So yeah, sure. being present, it's something it's, it's actually pretty hard to do, but probably one of the most important things in your life. Oh my gosh. It's so important. And like, uh, and, and having a practice that kind of like, uh, it's like it's building a habit really is what yeah, it, is what it sounds yeah. like, you know, yeah. like, um, if you're consistently showing up and doing something, rather it be a multitude of things, but yoga really fills that void in a really uh, efficient way. Mm -hmm. Um, if you're showing up and practicing in a certain uh, pattern or, or ritual or technique or uh, sequence, and then uh, part of that is some awareness and uh, being in some presence, like that's going to kind of like just naturally kind of draw you in and make you just more aware of that throughout the day as well. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, look, like presence is something you can practice. Um, you mm -hmm. can train your brain to to be more present. That's kind of what meditation is. Like a lot of people will start meditation and it's so frustrating because your brain is so busy. Um, mm -hmm. And like, even if you're just doing it for three minutes, it's like, holy crap, this is so hard. Like, you know, but if you do it every day by day seven, it's just, it's like 10% easier by day 30, it's 30% easier. So, you know, so it's, it's mm -hmm. like building, building muscles, you know, or stretching yeah. 
something you can practice and you can build on and you can grow. So it's easy to get discouraged in the beginning, but if you do it every day, it actually, you know, it actually works. Oh my gosh. There's, um, there's like a technique that I, that I took away from. So when I graduated from PT school, I initially thought I was going to go do a residency and, um, I and was interviewing these different residencies. I ended up interviewing with this guy, his name, he's really well known in the physical therapy community. His name is Dr. Andrew Bennett. Um, he's written a ton of like, of the research articles, especially for like back pain that we've read in PT school. Um, and he, not only is he like, um, one of the head, like founders of this massive residency company called evidence in motion, but also they, he, he's a founder and runs like text, this massive group of uh, PT clinics called text PTS, like just a really inspirational guy. Right. Um, but a super intense human being like i had to do like this uh eval on him it was like the most stressful i've ever been but um i was talking to him too like but he i was talking to him like just trying to figure out because he's also got like man i don't know this is an exaggeration i think but like seven kids or something like that like big family like so he's got a lot going on yeah i was asking him about how do you balance that you know being a new grad like or new grad out of pt school is hard enough for me just to balance like schoolwork (laughs) and you know like that's the only responsibility i had and um he brought up this really interesting point. He's like, look, he's like, when I'm out of the house, like I'm focusing, I've got my, like, I've got these focuses that I got to work on. But when I come back into the house, he's like, there's this brick that I hit on the, on by my front door. It's the same brick that I've hit for the past 15 years. He's like, and when I, when I t- hit it as like, you know, not like a football move, but like when I touch that brick, like that, that brings me back to like, I'm here. Like, this is my signal. He goes into his house. Yeah, exactly. Like this is, this is where I'm at now. And, uh, it's, being present in that moment, right? Because it's, I'm guilty of it, I know. And like, it's very easy, I'm sure, especially as an entrepreneur to be thinking about like the million of things, oh millions of things that are just never ending, right? And yeah, I'm, but and- I think, yeah, the little, the little reminders, little habits you can build throughout your day, I think that's perfect. That's, that's one of the best ways to do it. And look, that might be the only way to do it for us, like living our kind of busy, crazy lives right now. Like you can't exactly go off on like a two week silent meditation retreat, you know, to kind <laughs> yeah. of like, jumpstart your experience you might have to start really really small um and yeah yeah i mean yeah that's that's great i like that story a lot thanks for sharing yeah Yeah, it was super cool and then so obviously being centered having some form of presence and meditation is part of yoga um what kind of separates you um from other from highland yoga from other styles of yoga that's in the area i know you said it was like power yoga so you do a little bit more like workout style is it the same workout routine or does it vary or do you have like different variations of the same workout routine or yeah how does that work i forget if we already covered that i think maybe we talked about this before this podcast started but basically highland yoga like our style is kind of this unique style of power flow where everything is kind of connected in a specific way so you can move really fluidly and on the breath and it's as I was saying kind of the closest thing I'll ever get to dance probably and being grateful (laughs) um and my body in that way um so all the classes are different but they're all it's kind of like there's freedom within a form and so we've got kind of like you know, our, our kind of general guidelines, we love teachers to follow that are, are you know, geared toward creating this, this total experience um, where you're doing, you know, stretching, strengthening, you know, mindfulness. Um, and then the poses are kind of linked up in a certain way. Um, and then really what makes us different from other studios, so I would say it's it's a specific style that's, that's different and kind of uniquely ours that kind of grew organically um, at Highland Yoga over the last like six years, I would say. But- yeah, just different. And, and you're right. Like it's, there's, 
there's nothing wrong with being for everybody, but then like acknowledging the fact that certain like realms of humans will be attracted to a certain type of workout. Like obviously, like I think that strength training is for everybody, but I know certain people is going to be attracted to uh, strength training over others, you know? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So our, our practice is absolutely for everyone and there are ways to do it and modify and not have it be like so crazy and hard, but like, if you want a hard yoga practice, this is a good yeah. place to come. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm super excited. I know our whole, our whole squad's coming out to get a workout oh in gosh, with you guys. Let me, let me give you some free yoga. Yeah. Well, our whole squad's coming out there on Friday. Um, so Ooh. Oh, awesome. So that's okay. Yeah. 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 At Decatur or at, um, no, wait, it's at the, it's at the, um, Moreland, not Moreland, Monroe. Monroe. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'll yeah. We'll, we'll talk after I'll, I'll get you guys taken care of. That's exciting. Yeah. Oh, I'm super yeah. excited about it. Like, uh, cause we, we've got to work with, I've got to know like one of your coaches really well, um, yeah. actually, and she's, she's yeah. fantastic. And, uh, I think that I, I'm, we're, we're super excited to learn about like your guys' style of yoga a lot more. And, um, and it sounds like it's right up our alley in terms of what we'd really enjoy. Oh, I hope so. I hope you have a great experience and you'll have to let me know how it goes. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So if somebody else who's listening to this podcast wanted to know what, uh, or wanted to learn more about Highland Yoga or uh, Training Collective, uh, what would be some cool ways for them to connect with you? Uh, or your businesses, if that would be a more appropriate, like just some good contact. Yeah. Points well, I would love to connect with everyone personally. They're welcome to, um, I hate to invoke social media, but it's just like the easiest thing, right? So it truly um, is. Yeah. 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 Definitely. And I'm actually pretty active on my personal accounts. Um, I don't manage the Highland Yoga account, but I am, at, you can find me uh, on Instagram. I am LC underscore yoga. So that's E L S I E underscore yoga. Mm-hmm. Um, and from there, I've actually got links to Highland Yoga and Training Collective in my um, Instagram bio, so you can check that out. But if you want to learn more about the studio, you can go to our website. It's www.highland-yoga.com. And then um, Training Collective is just trainingcollective.com. Um, very exciting. Um, very excited about that. Um, for yeah. Highland Yoga, um, if you send me a DM on um, Instagram, I'll give you a free month if you've never visited the studio. So please, please. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, I'd love to connect. Yeah, that'd be awesome. So you said send a DM to Highland Yoga? No, to LC underscore yoga. LC underscore yoga. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. We we'll- do have, you know, if you don't want to reach out to me personally, that's fine. I understand. But we have a <laughs> Thirty dollars uh, introductory offer if you've never gone to the studio before. So you can check it out that way. Awesome. Yeah, we'll definitely have to, everybody should take advantage of that. This studio, while I personally haven't experienced it yet, uh, I'm really excited about it because they speak a lot of the same language that we do in our clinic. And uh, they've got some really good practices. They've got some really good leadership um, from the top down. We've worked, uh, obviously, Elsie's a badass. And then uh, we've, we've got, um, we've got other coaches or their instructors. Uh, I know a couple of them now, like everyone speaks the same language and they're really, really good. So definitely take her up on that on that. And then training collective, man, I'm super excited to see how that business goes. Cause that was, I think that's a really cool idea. It's going to help out a lot of trainers, which will in turn help out a lot of people in the city of Atlanta. So yeah, uh, good. I say one more thing about that. that yeah, is- go for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're opening that probably in October um, of this year. And the location is in Inman Park across from Savvy Provisions, like near Bread and Butterfly. So it's oh, an yeah. really awesome location, um, centrally located for all of you trainers out there looking for a place to call home. Awesome. Training Collective, Highland Yoga, cool things are happening for, uh, they're making cool things happen for the city of Atlanta. Um, get Check her out at LC underscore yoga. 
shooter DM, let her know you appreciated the podcast. And Elsie, I appreciate your time on the show so much. Thank you so much, uh, Jacob. It's been really awesome to chat with you today. Absolutely. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the podcast today. If you want to find out more about our guests or about Athletes Potential and how we can help you continue to be active and pain-free in life, head over to athletespotential.com to learn more.